I was showing Sheila my biceps because she was feeling me up at the bar the other night. And she was like, oh, my God, your biceps are so big. I was like, thank you. And I was telling her how good that made me feel today at the gym. And he was like, wait, flex that bicep again. I want to see it. And I flexed it. And he was like, oh, that's I'm scared of you. I was like, most men are. It's OK. <laughs> and he was like, oh, you're bad. You're bad. I know, he was getting all bad. flustered. He's all, oh, this yellow hair lady. <laughs> Blocks podcast, a podcast where we geek out about everything, especially Uptown Sacramento. I'm your host, Sheila. I'm your host, Sierra. And I'm your host, Jonathan. If you're new here, we record in the podcast studio inside Sector 7 Salon, and you can find the salon at Sector 7 Salon on Instagram and Sector7Salon.com. You can find us at the Blue Box Podcast on Instagram, and you can email us at blueboxpod at gmail.com. So today, we have a very special guest. Very special. We have Adam Ship from the Sacramento Youth Center. Welcome, Adam. Adam. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yay. Yay. We're glad to have in. you. And we've also got some listener email today. We have moving up there. We're coming up. We're coming <laughs> up. Moving on up. All right. So what are the current <laughs> events going on, Sheila? Okay. So what's the hap? So the Third Eye Gallery grand opening is still happening in July. We don't have a definite date, but we are going to get that for you guys. Yes. I'm so excited. And as always, we've got Burley Takeout. Homies Food has some new some new stuff on the menu, which we did talk about last week. Yum. Trivia at King Kong on Thursdays and on Friday, this Friday, live music at Kong's. It's City of Trees Brass Band. From 6 to 9. From 6 to 9. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yes. Um, we've seen them before. They're mm-hmm. super awesome. They're, They're so legit. One of my favorites. And you had a very cute story related to City of Trees Brass Band. Can you yeah, go ahead and absolutely. spin that one for us again? <laughs> uh, last time they were uh, last time they were there at King Kong, I went to go pick up a dinner and I called my wife and I was like, this band is so good because they were playing and my daughter heard in the background. She's like, is dad at Disneyland? Because <laughs> it kind of sound like, you know, like New Orleans Square. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they have the <laughs> the very classic like uniforms, like with the feather hats and the band. Yeah. Love that. I know. I want to go to Disneyland so bad. I know. But City <laughs> of Trees brass band is better. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we will. So actually, we are going to get into our listener mail right now. So sorry, Adam, to delay your your debut. We just we anticipate this excited. interview being just <laughs> very good and very long, hopefully. So do you guys remember back when we were talking about Lauren, that woman who emailed us about the micro cinema? Mm-hmm. Yes. She hit us back. <gasps> Let's sweet. hear it. She said, hey, all. Yay, it was awesome to hear my question on the podcast. And you guys eventually got pretty dang close when discussing discussing the micro cinema. Smiley face. So that's really good to know. We did good. I know, right? (laughs) We were just guessing. Our micro cinema will be a small art, indie, horror, cult movie house that serves local beer and bites, kombucha, fancy popcorn, cool candy, etc. We will have theme nights, films by diverse directors, new indie releases, etc. Typically, there are 40 to 60 seats, hence the micro. These theaters do really well in mid-sized cities and I think Sacramento would be perfect. I talked to Daniel a few weeks ago and he gave me a few ideas of, it, of available spaces to check out. Very nice. We will start touring places when we actually are in town, which will be early August. Oh, oh, she currently owns a retail shop in a small up and coming town. So I have lots of experience with folks working together to bring customers to an area. That part is actually really exciting to me. And I'm mm. hoping to transfer some of what I've learned to this new venture. Yes. Love that. I love awesome. that. The podcast has answered so many questions, but I do have a few more. One, how 
how is parking on the boulevard? I assume most folks drive there. Two, how is the area at night? We will most likely have shows that end around 10 to midnight. Three, how did you find your current space? Did you look at multiple options before finding the salon space? Uh, four, how was permitting and the build out experience about how long did it take to fully move in? Five, is there a bank close by that you like or other business services? And the final one, are there grants or resources other than the partnership to help new businesses in the area? Mm-hmm. Please answer at your leisure. We're finalizing the sale of our house, packing and transferring my business to a new owner. So I understand being busy. Thank y'all so much and hope to meet everyone in person someday. Take care, Lauren. <gasps> Thanks, Lauren. Thank we you, Lauren. Love it. So just really quick, the parking actually, I don't know, because Adam, you probably, you're on the boulevard. Like yeah. we're a little bit off. So our parking is actually pretty legit here at the salon. Yeah, it's pretty good. But I know on the boulevard, it can be, there's not a ton of parking. Do you guys have trouble? I mean, I don't know if like... um. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. So we do have a larger space and it is the use permit on that larger space is contingent on the parking lot across the street, which is currently fenced off. Oh, oh no. the old uh, Bank of Bank America, America parking yeah. lot. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, for everything besides that, like the cafe yeah. and um, the youth center and everything else, we we don't have any problem finding parking. Oh, okay, cool. There's plenty of parking in front of the theater. Mm-hmm. There's parking next to our building. Right. But once we can get that B of A um, parking lot open, and that would is that is that in like plan is that planning or is it gonna happen or is that just kind of like you i'm just trying to connect with the owner and mm-hmm. see if we can get a use permit right you know pay for use of that parking oh uh, right Perfect. for sure yeah, okay yeah because we i mean coming from midtown the parking over here is a dream yeah you don't <laughs> have to pay for it which right. is the number one right it's also i feel like on the boulevard i mean i walk everywhere so that <laughs> this is kind of a little bit <laughs> i mean every time that i've had to go somewhere like going to burley or yeah. going anywhere really it's like parking might not be exactly in front of where you want it but there's plenty of parking on the street in general so you might have to walk a little bit but there's always some parking or even like going on the off streets yes totally Mm -hmm. it's i don't think it's ever bad north of arden Mm -hmm. it's south of arden on the boulevard that can get bad totally because they don't have rail tracks and yeah and they don't have the diagonal spaces right that's Mm -hmm. true goes to two lanes that's right that's right been pretty nice so far i will say yeah seriously just come park on dixie ann i know right (laughs) and then come into the salon and then we'll see you later yes come <laughs> so I did want just really quick, just a few of our other questions. We can totally email her back to get all of those. But I think the area at night on the weekends is pretty cool because there's a lot of stuff happening. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like stuff at Kong's, there's people out at Southpaw. So, you know, I think and really during the week, it's almost just like quiet. Yeah, it's just pretty mellow for the most part. Yeah, because there's just not a lot of people on the boulevard all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's actually just kind of quiet. But I feel like it's pretty safe. Definitely. I think too, if you're li- if you're letting a movie out of 30 people, right, it's mm-hmm. going to be pretty safe. Yeah, no like safe what, in you know, numbers. Definitely. Right. Dude, I'm stoked on this micro cinema. Though. I know. She's got to I... come check out our theater, though. We got a theater. I know. So what do you guys do with that theater? Uh, Currently, we have class in there, and then we do movie nights every so often. Oh, okay. Cute. So, are you guys gonna do something with it, or is it just gonna be like part of your youth center? Um, yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> right I guess, good answer. Yes, I guess, to both of those. I'm yeah. sure we can. We can, I guess we could just get into the interview since I'm now like just wondering what Adam's doing. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and start off. We have some fun get to know you questions before we get into the the businessy stuff. So, Sheila, do you want to start us off? Adam. Yes. What is the farthest you've traveled? So, I I would have to look at a 
globe. Okay. I've traveled a lot. <laughs> but I used to I used to live in Kenya. Really? I used to live in Nairobi, yeah. Okay. Um, lived there for far. a year and a half. <laughs> it's pretty far. I'm and I'm not sure. I've also been to Thailand, so I don't know oh, which okay. one's further. Sweet. It took longer to get to Thailand, but mm-hmm. there, you're also crossing the international dateline when you do that. So Gotcha. Mm. What does that mean? So like when I tro- when I traveled back from Thailand, it actually took me like negative nine hours. Right, because you travel. Like, you like went back in time. Yeah. I relived like that day. I honestly, (laughs) that's like my favorite thing is Mm -hmm. like when someone does that. I mean, I've never done that. I've never traveled that far, but that's just to me, like I can't even comprehend it. Like I get it. I know, but it's also like amazing. Yeah. Cause I mean, you jet lag doesn't happen. You just sleep and then you're back on the regular time that you were when you were in the other place. Time travel. It was pretty, it was pretty crazy. But I think both of those places, I think they're probably equally as far or pretty close. Mm -hmm. Um, Thailand was definitely more, more of a foreign experience. Right. And was me. that, uh, was the Thailand more of just like a trip, but you were living in Kenya or did you actually live in Thailand as well? Thailand was a trip. Okay. I lived in Kenya. Both trips were for work. Well, I, when I lived in Kenya, my wife and I taught in an English school um, oh, for Somali man. refugees. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. And then in Thailand, we do social emotional learning here with Afghan refugees. Mm-hmm. And there was a organization, a guy over there who's like working in the, oh, what's the word? I'm the madrasas, the Islamic schools. Uh-huh. And he wanted to do social emotional learning with them, with the students there. And so he he had heard of us through like a mutual friend. Right. And so he asked if I could come out and train him up on how to use our social emotional learning curriculum. And so I went out there for a week and um, we we ran like 80 kids through our curriculum. So what is this? Is there like a way you can explain that social? Yeah. So it's like it's like emotional health, emotional, uh, social, emotional health. Oh, that's Um, awesome. So, you know, like uh, a lot of kids, especially if they have trauma in their background or if they, you know, come from disadvantaged neighborhoods or whatever, they don't get a lot of those social, emotional health. A lot of privileged kids do. Mm -hmm. And so it's it can be like we have a lesson literally on handshakes right. like how to shake hands mm-hmm. we have a lesson about like you know like if you're if somebody disrespects you or you're, you're triggered mm-hmm. you don't have to go punch them in the face right uh-huh. mm-hmm. like i literally told a kid the other day he's a huge kid he's like 19 i was driving him home and he was like yeah this this woman was rude to me and I, like i let her borrow my phone and then she was super rude and i was like well that's I, you know i'm not gonna help people I'm like well that's not the lesson you should take away mm-hmm. you know right and he's like yeah and i went home and my mom said you should hit that woman and you should punch that woman. I'm like, oh, you definitely should not right. punch that woman. You know, like do not punch a stranger at the bus stop right. because yeah. she's a little rude to you. Right. But like so many of these students, they have no adults telling them like, no, don't punch a random right. woman at the mm-hmm. bus right. stop. Like right. that is not going to end well for you. No, definitely won't. <laughs> Especially as over 18 and being yeah, a man totally. punching a woman oh, for sure. Yeah. Gosh. And he's a huge dude too. Right. So, yeah. So we're just given those like those for a lot of people, um, unfortunately, for a lot of people it's it's a really basic lessons mm-hmm. what i mean by unfortunately so many people don't get those basic lessons right mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so we're just providing those basic lessons and so when i went to thailand we you know we adapted it so um in thailand you know they don't shake hands so right we, we instead of doing a handshake lesson we did a uh you know they do like a hand to their forehead greeting oh, thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. and so uh we did a lesson on that cool and, cool you know, so it's, it's a lot of fun yeah i love doing it 
and I love traveling for work. Right. I love, it's like, it's so fun. Yeah. yeah. No, that sounds amazing, honestly. Yeah, it's super answer to that question for <laughs> sure. Jonathan, you want to get the next one? Uh, sure. It's a very controversial one here, but uh, <laughs> what's your favorite breakfast cereal? Yeah, so I think probably Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Nice. Yes. <laughs> I think I mentioned that for me one time. Yeah, yeah. I thought yours was French Toast Crunch. I mean, same, same. Is it? I mean, uh, French Toast Crunch, I think, is They're thicker. shaped like French Toast. Yeah. But I just, fr- it tastes completely different. No, and I agree Does with it? that. They do. Yeah, it oh. tastes different. And there's French different shapes. French toast gr- crunch is gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Honestly, though, cinnamon toast crunch. Like, I don't even think I would. If someone offered it to me, I would just not even dry. Shove it into their face. What about in like Rice Krispies? <laughs> you make cinnamon rice toast crunch or French toast? I mean, I understand with French toast. Crunch. <laughs> no, like all of like any toast crunch. That franchise. So <laughs> the toast crunch franchise. Oh man. <laughs> what's uh, so? What's your favorite cereal? Oh boy. Well. Brand flakes? No, no. <laughs> no, don't get me started offended. on brand. <laughs> like my one of my favorites was O's, but nobody really knew it, you They're know. But I like no, like no, it's called O's. O H apostrophe S. Yeah. But oh. like kicks, I like kicks. We have only learned from reinforced cocoa pebbles, <laughs> just like the goods, you know, the classic. I mean, like uh, rice checks is like legit. Dude, like, if you're, yeah. gonna go you're right on that. Yeah, you're definitely right on the checks. One hundred percent rice checks. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. What's the one that has like rice and corn? Do you know what I'm talking about? Right. It's like a different brand. It's like the same shape. It's like Rice Krispies? No, not that one. No, it's like Chex. It's just a different kind of Chex. Or it's like, you know how there's rice Chex? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it has like one side that's rice and the other side is like a corn Chex or something. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking it about. It might just be a Chex, yeah. just of a different. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. I mean, Chex is like perfect because it gets a little milk inside mm-hmm. too. And I'm like, oh man. <laughs> Chex is super good. I just don't, I don't know. I just, I'm very picky, but I also like go to a grocery outlet to get my cereal so it's like mm-hmm. whatever Whatever's they have there, yeah. I have yeah. to figure it out you know but anyway that. that's good that. that's cool no cinnamon toast I just I think it's the cinnamon for me really yeah. I mean I huh. haven't had cinnamon toast tr- cinnamon toast crunch <laughs> in a long time because I'm not a child yeah I mean you're an adult so you can buy whatever you want so whenever are you, you want. like as a parent because you have children yeah. are you kind of strict on like the types of cereals you'll let your kids eat for sure oh my god we right. don't even give them honey nut Cheerios right. they have to eat plain, plain Cheerios ah uh, yeah plain Cheerios and Raisin Bran like, oh Raisin Bran so is mean. so good that's, so <laughs> that's really rude and Raisins then, um, are nature's you know, like, candy if we're like on vacation or something we'll get um tricks or not uh, tricks lucky charms oh yeah just because yeah. you can get like two gigantic right. box- boxes yeah. from costco for <laughs> exactly. like a dollar 75 or whatever <laughs> exactly i just feel like there's a lot of parents now where it's like the stuff we ate when we were kids you would like never give your kids oh, you're yeah. like you're not eating that <laughs> we're yeah. getting the organics like for it has sure. active carcinogenic materials <laughs> <Right>. in it. <laughs> like so my wife and i are super careful about like uh added sugar mm-hmm. we only do like a f- have you ever heard of a4 milk i think it's a4 milk or a2 milk some uh, some no number. it has an a in front of it oh, okay but it's like only from british cows <laughs> um that haven't like been fed like all the hormones and oh, stuff as american yeah. cows okay. like, uh-huh. there's like a link between certain milks and you know early puberty and all that oh, stuff no and, totally yeah. i've definitely read some stuff about milk whoa yeah. yeah see this is why i drink oat milk <laughs> and then my wife like learned that you know like the way they get oatmeal is they spray roundup on it 
to kill it and then they they cut it up or whatever and that's how they like and they just give it to us like that yeah exactly I, so... I think they wash it or whatever so now we only get it's like rolled oatmeal or so like no like steel cut yeah, like rolled oats or it, maybe it's steel cut or something I can't yeah. remember mm-hmm. Oof, we're gonna have to look into this because I seriously eat rolls, I was like I do overnight what... oats every day <laughs> yeah they put round or there's something like roundup on it I don't know if what I grow you... like Somebody a third eye I'm gonna be and then they described everything I do I guess you're like okay maybe I'm yeah. Kind of a hippie. Yeah. All right. Speaking of mutations and things, um, what's your favorite superhero? So I was thinking about this. I think like traditionally I'd say Spider-Man. Oh, hell yeah. Growing up, I love Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, Peterman. Um, loves Spider-Man. But I've been really like since, you know, the Marvel movies come yeah. out and stuff. I really dug the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh my God. Right. Yes, I just absolutely. love those, that franchise. I love that franchise. I love all those movies. The music is so amazing. Top it's kind notch. of funny too, because Logan, you know, he grew up on all the comics and stuff. And you know, when I'm just kind of like new to all this stuff so like when guardians came out i'm like guardians you know and i'm like asking him all about this and he's like you know in his marvel universe he's like they were such like bottom of the barrel like characters or whatever yeah Yeah. he was like you would never expect for them to be so big and for them to make a whole you know movie Mm -hmm. series about them and i was like that's so interesting because and i mean even so like the the guardians of the galaxy that we know and love today were not the original guardians of the galaxy right right so it's like extra bottom of the barrel Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I love I love the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and like it, it to me it reminds me a lot of a uh, of the social emotional learning, you know, when oh, you have, right. like Rocket like freaking out because of his trauma yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah. my god, Rocket. dude, that second Guardians of the Galaxy movie messed me up. It, you yeah. guys, oh my gosh, it, there's some serious feels in that movie for real. You know, like him and the blue guy, Yondu. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Mary Poppins oh my put God. some respect <laughs> on his name. Dude, Yondu <laughs> is so amazing in the second one. I love and him that. and Rocket together where he's like, I have something because I am you or whatever. When yeah, he yeah, said, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Ugh. Yondu had so many good lines in Dude, that Dude, Yondu movie. was amazing. He might have been your father, boy, but he wouldn't but your, your daddy. daddy. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll wear these flames yeah. just as you. It's a great movie. Anyway, it's a, you know what I really love is in the is it Infinity War when Guardians and Thor kind of team up? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My God. So good. Like Star-Lord and Thor together is just my favorite. I'm really, like switching the menus yeah. back and forth. <laughs> I really think that, you know, because they're going to make a third Guardians, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I think Thor is going to be in it. I hope oh, don't so. Don't you think that? I think, I think, and the Guardians are in Thor 4. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's what I'm talking Love about. Love and Thunder. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. So excited. We're actually going to see Black Widow tomorrow. Does it come out tomorrow? Tomorrow's, yeah, opening day. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Man, I'm gonna buy it and watch it at home. Oh, you are? Or watch it at my theater. You could go with them. They have an extra ticket. We do have. Do you want to go tomorrow? To I mean, to we don't wife. have to put on yeah. a spot, but yeah. call me later. You'd be like, <laughs> I can't hang out with you guys. I have friends to go to the movies with, so bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is your hometown? Uh, I grew up in Oakley, California. Oakley. Okay. Yeah, not Oakland. Not where Oakland. Is Oakley? Is Oakley like the gla- like? Is that where the glasses come from? Oh my god, please. Uh, no, oh. I wish it is. <laughs> it is spelled the same though. Oh, yeah, okay. that was a great question. Um, the it's near. It's near Antioch, Brentwood, that area. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. Cool, 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 cool. Pittsburgh, California. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I grew up there. Um, I moved there. When, my parents moved there when I was like one. Stayed there until I moved to Sacramento, basically. So did you go to school there, here, around? I went to I went to high school there, and then I went to college in Santa Cruz. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. You see Santa Cruz really... or where? Uh, no, my wife went there. I went to a small private school. Love that. Mm-hmm. Cool beans. And you gotta love Santa Cruz. For love real. It. Awesome. Cereal. Yeah, Santa Cruz is great. Yeah. Next question. The boardwalk's back open too. Is it really? 
Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, what is your guilty pleasure? So I don't know how to answer this. I don't know. Like, uh, give me an example of a guilty pleasure. Just like something that like some people say chocolate or like, you know, a lot of women watch murder documentaries true, where it's like, you shouldn't crime. be doing that, but <laughs> you get a lot of enjoyment out of it. So is there something like that you do something that you do that you enjoy that you shouldn't enjoy as much as you do? And maybe you feel guilty about it. I mean, I play way too many video games. That's like a what? perfect yeah. one. That's a perfect guilty yeah, pleasure. Way too many. Videos. I don't feel guilty about it. Talk because, to me. <laughs> and then like I listen to Twitch streams while I play video games. Yes. Okay. What games do you play and who do you watch on Twitch? I play Destiny 2 a lot. Cool. Um, and then I've been playing this game Dyson Sphere program. Ooh. Um, which I, I love it. The problem is the only computer that runs it is my work computer. Oh, no. <laughs> so you're so at I, work playing video games? Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, I got to take a break and uh, you know, so create a Dyson Sphere. Dyson Sphere, like Program. Sphere or like Fear? Sphere, yeah. Sphere. sphere. Ah. Yeah. So you got to build this like shell around a star. like, And so you like, you basically strip mine a planet and like turn it into like a sphere. Harness its energy. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, Is it it, like problem solving puzzle stuff? It's like coming up with like the most efficient way to create like pieces of technology or whatever to then like turn into spaceships or whatever. That's awesome. That just sounds like another way to play Sudoku. You know what I mean? Like brain game. It is. It is a little like like I like doing it when I'm on Zoom calls. Mm -hmm. Like that's when it's the best because I can just sit there and like it doesn't take up so much brain power that I'm like I can't concentrate on something. Mm -hmm. But like. (laughs) If I'm on a Zoom call or a phone call or whatever, right. it's perfect because I can yeah. just run it in the background. And then there's a lot of like, you got to do a lot of research mm-hmm. on it. So you're constantly waiting for research, your latest research to go. Or whatever, oh, so. that's like, that sounds pretty cool. So if you were in contact with Adam Ship at all, just know that he's probably playing video games while he's talking to you. <laughs> for sure. Okay, so who do you watch on Twitch? Um, I like to watch, uh, he's a political Twitch streamer, but uh, Destiny. Destiny. Yeah. That sounds familiar. I don't think I've watched him, but I think he like pops up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like... he's he's pretty up there in the popularity. Mm-hmm. Which is, it, and he has nothing to do with the game Destiny, which is the game number one. Right. Game <laughs> I don't think he's ever even played that game. Right. Right that's on. Funny. Yeah. Oh, that's a pretty dang good. But I think like you pleasure. know, it's it's every gamer's uh, dream to just like start playing video games on Twitch and, and then, then people just make just, millions of dollars. Oh yeah. I Seriously. wish. If you do it consistently, you can get a pretty good following. I got a bunch of friends who do it. I just need like a couple months to block out to do it. You know? I know. Yeah. And do you have to be good or are there people that are bad? Honestly, it's like help? a you make an internet friend kind of thing. Like they oh, just okay. care about you after a while, of course. Just they care about you as a person. Oh, okay, yeah. Like I, there's a specific dude that I follow who's kind of cringe to be honest, but he's really funny. So he started out like playing games and now he'll just sit there and talk for three hours and it'll be like 13,000 people watching him. What? Yeah, it's Dang. awesome. I love him. That sounds terrible. The, econ- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the internet economy doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. No. <laughs> Jinx. You know what? I don't understand it. We, we're not going to get into it, but I literally, I've read article after article about Bitcoin and I just cannot understand what it is. Yeah, or that's going to have works. to be like a three episode series. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like what <laughs> is happening on the internet? Who knows, dude? Okay. okay what's right, our final next question? question. <laughs> uh, when the zom- when 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 the zombie apocalypse happens, what would be your weapon of choice? No guns. I've uh, actually put a lot of thought okay. into yes. this question. Yes. yes. And do Good. you guys know what a pole saw is? <laughs> like, is that where you cut tree limbs off? It's what with? you cut? Yeah. And it's like where you have the like. So you have like a chainsaw. 
Oh, okay. On the end of a six foot pole. Yep. And is it, so how do you power it though? Is it gas? You're going to have to find gas. Um, you can buy them electric or gas. Yeah. Well, the zombie, you'll probably want gas unless you have some kind of like solar power. Yeah. Get a little solar pack, put it on the top of your backpack or on a hat or something. I feel like gas could be in the, in the apocalypse. Like, I mean, for a while you can. It's already a finite resource. You don't need it. You don't need it. (laughs) I just, it was like, are we going to have enough power if it's solar charged to like cut ahead? off with that i mean have you ever used like the electric lawnmower and you get you hit a big patch of grass and it's like and like can't get through it yeah i imagine that would happen you know after a while yeah for Mm. sure i've never used an electric lawnmower (laughs) really yeah you just use some gas huh i've never used an electric lawnmower either really sounds terrible that's what we have here (laughs) at the salon we have an electric powered oh we have a lawnmower you have a lawn here well the front when it's not dead dead weeds (laughs) when it's there's like a few months in the winter that it's actual grass so you don't you don't know me it's beautiful but yeah you could keep you know it's a chainsaw on a pole like no i think that's so perfect love that you get the distance you get the aggressiveness i think i was gonna say the distance and then also just the blood like spurting and Mm -hmm. it would probably Probably yeah. be one of the messiest weapons. Yeah, the drama. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But you're keeping everyone like away from you. That's right. true. Yeah. That's such have a you, good idea. Have mm-hmm. you guys ever heard the theory that like everyone secretly is wishing for a zombie apocalypse? I'm kind oh. of. Yeah. Just so we can see how we all <laughs> To not have fare. to pay my student loans anymore? That would be awesome. <laughs> it's Come a fair trade-off. <laughs> Literally. I'm like, I have, uh, like, we all feel like we've watched enough Walking Dead or like watched enough to, whatever yeah, to, to prepare us for that. But. Yeah, I, like I read a whole article once and they're like, well, you know, it seems like a pretty easy, easy problem to get around. <laughs> you know, like it doesn't seem that hard right. yeah and then like we all just want to kill mindless things mm-hmm. and yeah. not feel guilty about it exactly we all as since it was like a huge boom like i want to say probably between like 2010 and 2016 it was like all zombies right. so now we just as a society have like a collective consciousness about how to deal with zombies i think we could handle it <laughs> yeah. i just also people the, would die also but. the purge the purge movies too yes that's that's classism <laughs> no. though that's not zombies oh, okay well and also the zo- like I want to know what the zombies are going to be like. Because, you know, in that mm-hmm. one r- World War Z, mm-hmm. the zombies were, like, fast and they could, like, yeah. climb walls. Like, yeah. I like the zombies from, like, The Walking Dead where it's just kind of, like... Manageable. Yeah, and they're just kind of, like, just going in one direction, you know? Well, and they're slow. You got to think of it this way. Track stars and strong people that could murder you probably aren't going to be the first to die. So the people who are the first to die are going to be the zombies. And they're going to be like the people who are like slow and can't fight. So you don't have to worry that much about it. Have you uh, have you guys seen Tomorrow's War? Or is that what? Oh, is that the one with Chris no. Pratt? Yeah. That's a new one. Did yeah. it just come out? It just came out like a couple weeks, like last yeah. week or something. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's it's not a zombie movie or oh. whatever. But like, it, it just reminded me of like that zombie thing. Like you know, like it zooms forward and like the world's been taken over to zombies and mm-hmm. like right. something happens similar like that in that movie. Mm. So well, it's just like alert. a it's just like a apocalyptic type thing, but not zombies. Right. Yeah. But Dope. then I, like the whole time I was just like, I don't believe we would be doing this bad against this enemy you know it's mm-hmm. like and like so many zombie movies you're like i don't think like they could really take over that much you <laughs> <Yeah>. know, like, <laughs> right <laughs> you know i don't know that's actually a good i like that kind of like outlook on it where it's like in these zombie movies like everything is taken over where yeah. it's like wouldn't we just kind of like i don't know make big huge holes in the ground where they just fall in and then just like burn them all to death yeah, like, totally. yeah. Or like just like uh you know lock the doors on a skyscraper and go to the top like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not that hard right? like, <laughs> 
Honestly, like I know I always, always clown on like the dudes with like the huge beefy trucks, but like I would be like, you want to be my boyfriend? Let's go kill some zombies. Like get up on one of those so quick. You know what I think it is? Why it like gets to the point of what we see in movies is that, and you can kind of see it in our society where it's like, if things start going bad, like things break down socially Mm -hmm. and that's the issue, the people. Right. And so, you know, there's a, but so I think like society in general, maybe just fell apart because of the zombie, not because the zombies are causing sure. all the problem. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just that like things just started falling apart. Yeah. And yeah. then people started looting and robbing and all human error for sure. Right. right. And then laws don't matter. That's true. That's I what mean, I think. 2020 showed us that you don't even need zombies. To exactly. Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh my God. I think we should make a movie where it's like the pandemic that we had, but it like went terribly wrong. And like society. Oh, I'm sure they're coming. That wasn't last year. <laughs> or just like, you know, the like, movies are coming. Like things just totally fell apart, like way worse than they did. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a fun movie to watch. I think it would be. I now thought, that we're I, I saw a trailer for something like really that. already, but it was called like COVID twenty or something. Oh like that. my god, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I mean the situation twenty. So <laughs> we call situation it the situation now. 20, the, the, the situation, like the guy from the Jersey Shore. <laughs> Exactly. He becomes Mike. a zombie, and then the whole world goes to shit. From we there. just stopped saying COVID at the brewery. We just call it the situation. The situation. Yeah. I think he's way older than twenty, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's oh, probably yeah. like forty-seven. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the business now that we're at fifty-one minutes. Yes. Oh my God. Are we really? Well, I mean, we were recording for a while. So. Oh, okay. Cool. 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 Okay. Cool. So let's get into my your... answers were too long. I'm sorry. No. No. You're get perfect. It You're together. Great. Wrap it up tight. <laughs> Just one word answers. <laughs> You're like yes. <laughs> we're like, do you like it here? Yes. <laughs> Guilty pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of those. Okay, so getting into your business. So you own and operate the Sacramento Youth Center. So can you kind of just tell us your boulevard story? Tell us about your center and how you kind of came to be in our neck of the woods. Yeah. So, I mean, ever since I moved to Sacramento, I've lived in the North Sacramento area. Okay. I lived in Old North Sac for a while, and then I lived in Del Paso Heights for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then just recently I moved to Woodlake. Coming up, coming up. Yeah, just upgrade. Uh, upgrade. Um, that whole time I was working for another youth organization uh, doing youth programming and doing that social emotional learning. Mm-hmm. Okay. And really enjoying it. But then I just saw the need for a space for the students because w- we were doing the social emotional learning um, on campus after school one day a week. Oh, okay. And so, and it was going really well. We were doing it mostly with immigrant students, refugee students from Afghanistan and trying to get them inter- better integrated into our, you know, our society mm-hmm, and all that. Mm-hmm. And um, it was going so well, you know, the students went from being isolated and in their bubble, they were joining leadership classes and sports teams and all of that. Well, when they were doing that, they weren't available on Wednesdays when I was at Encino or Thursdays when I was at Mira Loma or whatever, right. you know? And so we thought like, oh, we should create a space that they can come to us. Right. Any day of the week. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we'll have a class one, you know, we'll have classes that they can jump in, but it's mostly about just like getting access to them and then just having those relationships where we can speak, you know, mm-hmm. health into their lives. Right. And so my wife and I are like, we, we started like kicking around the idea for a while and I'd seen other youth centers, nothing that really like stood out to me as mm-hmm. like, this is cool. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I went and had coffee with my friend and he was like, oh yeah, we just started a youth center. 
and he like did, gave me a tour and they had like torn down this old motel and like rebuilt it and oh, gutted yeah. it and turned it into mm-hmm. this awesome youth center. Wow. And I was like, this is cool. Right. Like if we did our class in here, like that mm-hmm. would be legit. And so like it just started kind of sparking something in the in my wife and I's heart on like this is something we could do. Right. And um and so 2019 we took some time off, thought about it, mm-hmm. and rested and like really decided if this is what we we're going to do, if we're going to go all in on it. Right. And then in August of 2019, we went all in, started wow. the organization and everything. Okay. And yeah, so we always wanted to be on the boulevard, mainly because oh, we've been in the neighborhood and we go to the library in Hagenwood. Mm-hmm. And we go down there and there's like a bunch of teenagers sitting around one Xbox at the library. Right. Right? Like they'd throw out some Legos on a table. Right. I think we could do better than that. Yeah. Oh, totally, <laughs> totally better than that. And so we're like, there's such a need and and we're sitting in an, a former youth center right, right right two former youth centers were in here mm-hmm. and um when the youth centers left the neighborhood it left a vacuum right north sacramento i think is underserved in a mm-hmm. lot of ways especially when it comes to older youth which is what my wife and i specifically focus on is oh, okay. 14 to 24 oh, okay. oh awesome that's and great so we want to be on the boulevard we actually like when we started we wanted to be in the room we were in uh-huh um, we are currently in, but there was a renter. And so we're like, okay, well, we just, we still want to be here, you know? And so we rented a tiny room in the back of that building. Where oh, okay, right. Yeah. It was like, if we, there was nothing in there. Uh-huh. Like we had a half a ping pong table <laughs> and a TV that I didn't even have a console yet or anything. We had right. no money. Right. And then like luck, luck fell on us where like the office next to we were in a tiny office and the office next to us like flooded oh, started no. raining and it flooded and so the the master lease on the building was like hey do you guys think you can move to like the ballroom sanctuary room and um <laughs> and we keep the same rate but you just like if there's an event you just have to move all your stuff out and we're like yeah yeah we could probably do that so then we were able to upgrade a bunch of our stuff and we got a couple donors to give a bunch of stuff and then we moved into this temporary spot in the back of it is still in that back of the room but much bigger mm-hmm. And then COVID hit and we stored ourselves our stuff there for like six months. Oh, right. And just shifted everything online. Oh, okay. And then in September 2020, because the the renter had moved out of that front space, the, oh, okay. the space we're in now, the space we wanted to be in originally, we were able to move in, take over. Awesome. And so we opened in September of 2020 under COVID guy. Uh, under COVID day camp guidelines. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's kind of how we ended up. I mean, we were always on the boulevard. Right. We were just in a back room a couple days a week. Right. It was like really COVID that we opened up full time. Right. It is kind of like in a lot of ways for a lot of people, like COVID had some positive, Yeah, you know, like for us too, with the mm-hmm. salon, like we opened during the pandemic as well, which we never would have done had we had the pandemic not happened. Right. Yeah. Because now you guys are like right on the boulevard. You can see it next to Uptown Grounds. So do you guys have like that whole building, like besides that front big space? Yeah. Yes, we do. So yeah. The, and like you said, the, the pandemic really kind of helped us in a lot of ways because it put us on even equal ground with a bunch of organizations oh right because everyone was starting over right mm-hmm. so even though we we're brand new we were in the same boat as everybody right and my wife and I just hustled mm-hmm. and we just created a bunch of online content at the beginning of the pandemic. And then we disseminated that to like 200 youth, took them through a social emotional specifically for the pandemic Okay. during the whole beginning part. And then the, That's that, so got cool. a, that got attention from the city mm-hmm. and then we got some big grants from that and stuff. So it was really awesome. Cool. That's so cool. But yeah, and then just recent, like actually last month we took over the master lease on the entire building. Wow. Damn. So, 
Yeah, it's really, really cool. It's so a huge building. It's a big, big building. So we're working on trying, like we have a, we had a charter school move into the back mm-hmm. where kids can do like independent study, credit recovery. Oh, and even yeah. like if a kid's like 19 and hasn't got their diploma yet, they can join. And as long as they're like continuously signed up, uh-huh. they can finish all the way up till they're 21, which oh, is you wow. know, much different than a traditional yeah. school. Right. Cool. And they actually get their whole diploma, not just, you know, a GED or anything. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's oh, so cool. Awesome. So we have them, we had them go in the back and then we have the, the cafe uh-huh. on grounds move in and we use that as a jobs training opportunity. And then we even hire students. So like today, July 7th uh-huh. was high school students took over the cafe and ran the whole cafe. For oh, us. cool. Oh, yeah. sweet. Yeah. So they had just finished. They were high school students from the charter school. Okay. Some of which went through our social emotional mentoring mm-hmm. and then they just finished their job, de- their workforce development program mm-hmm. in the cafe and then they they took over the cafe today. That's so cool. So yeah, and that like that was like the whole vision right. that we had is just like all these things that work together. Um, so so somebody else like so Uptown Grounds is like their own company that you guys just work with, or that's like your guys's cafe. Yeah, so it's its own company, uh-huh. but we own all the equipment. Oh, okay, cool. It's it's a it's a mutually beneficial relationship, yeah, and they're trying to buy cool. the equipment from us. Oh, okay, so they can be we, we bought the equipment for job training. Yeah, cool. And then they they approach us oh okay and they were like hey we think we can start a cafe but we can't you know afford these things oh like, well, right we think we can help you out with these things that's so cool it's super good coffee too yeah, yeah. their chai is the bomb yeah. the coffee is legit it's third wave coffee is it yeah third wave. so where's that where's that at i just just it just means like it's really fancy coffee oh yeah. <laughs> ah, that's like a level of oh coffee. it's a level, it's a level so where so do you wow. do they make the beans or where do they get it uh they get it from a coffee roaster called remedy supply company oh, okay cool and mm-hmm. they like it used to be two separate companies but then they um they merged and they're oh. out of auburn Oh, okay, cool. oh, dope. Um, yeah. And so third wave just means like they measure like every step of the process. It's oh, like okay. craft coffee. It's not Dutch Bros or right. Starbucks or whatever, Ooh. where it's just mass. It's like. <laughs> it's like, not my like Kirkland brand medium <laughs> roast. <laughs> no, because no. especially because Kirkland is brewed by Starbucks. So, or not brewed. Um, Roasted. Roasted. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I mean, it's really, really good coffee. The coffee is so good. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about but like there's certain coffees that I can't drink because mm-hmm. they have a weird taste to them yeah. and a lot of times they're at these like really nice like temple like nothing against temple but whatever however they roast their beans like I can't drink it mm-hmm. maybe and it's just the where the beans from because like you know like Kenyan coffee tastes a lot different I mean Nicaragua. it could be that mm-hmm. because my, my sister literally has the same like weird taste buds towards this type of coffee and it's like no matter where we go it's like we were in Denver and we went to just this super cute coffee shop and we walk in and we're like oh no this is the coffee we can't drink Oh, no. But like the but Uptown Grounds is like not that coffee, yeah. and that's what makes me so happy. Yeah. All right, all right. Because it's you like got to drink that Auburn coffee. The, the roaster was explaining to me too that like when you know like that jittery feeling you get from yeah. coffee, mm-hmm. that's from like poorly roasted or poorly really? washed beans mm-hmm. or something. Like oh. That. So like if you get like really good coffee, you won't get that jittery feeling, huh. which is kind of interesting. Yeah, I, I like down to whole iced coffee. Or actually, I got Americano. That right on. It was so good. Right on. No, it was like oh. two days ago. 
And she's oh, still feeling it today. I didn't. I didn't get it from the students. Although I wish I would have gone in today. Yeah, I know. I wish I would have known about that. What? We did. Uh, we were late on the game of promoting it. We just oh, started okay. promoting it yesterday. Hey, that's okay. Next time, so we'll promote for you guys too. So okay, so that's cool. So you have the whole building. Love it. I want to come see it because you guys have like a theater in there. Yeah, I've heard. Um, yeah, but Sierra and I are going to come take a tour. Yes, yeah. and Jonathan and it, too. Well, I've already, yeah, I've seen, I've, can seen come. The, I've seen the whole building before. My oh, cousin. My cousin used. <gasps> have a church in there oh yeah oh, cool. and my dad has gallery where the sacu center is yeah yeah jonathan know. uh jonathan's uncle bought the building mm-hmm. really dang mm-hmm. and then but doesn't own it anymore i think they his miss... church owns it yeah, yeah oh his church, church oh really mm-hmm. honestly jonathan is like so deep i was gonna say you got <laughs> roots here he's got dude. so many roots it's like i feel like it's so funny because sierra and i are like oh the boulevard and jonathan's over here like kind of quiet but just my like, entire life is knows the everything about he's OG. the it kind of has become that way <laughs> Sure. <laughs> so you guys just had an event on the first, right? Oh yeah, we uh, a little barbecue thing. Yeah, we did a barbecue event. Um, actually, uh, no kids came out to North Sac, but we had a bunch at South Sac. Nice. So we have two locations. Uh, oh, okay. So you yeah. have two locations, and so you guys are kind of bounced back and forth, or do you have like a main one? Uh, the North Sac's definitely the main one. Okay. Um, South Sac, we're only open three days a week right now. Oh, okay. As funding and popularity with that one come in, we'll, right, we'll try to open up. So where in South Sac is it? Uh, it's do you know where Valley High Park? Park is yes it's uh it's right across the street from cool. the park. it's a, a church is hosting us right now nice they're letting us um use one of their unused rooms that's super cool and so yeah it's it's a it's a lot a of cool- churches that you deal with <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, churches are really happy with what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Are you guys like a faith-based organization or you just kind of work with churches a lot? We're not a faith-based organization. I'm a faith-based person. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, the, the organization is a non-religious organization. Oh, okay, cool. But we have a lot of, like I said, I, I go to church. Right. So we have a lot of church supporters. Right. They love what we're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. The church who owns the building is really happy with what we're doing because for the first time in a long time, there's a lot of positive energy at that right. building. Right. Okay. That's, that's one of the reasons they gave that's us awesome. like... That's so wholesome killer deal at taking over the master lease yeah Yeah, i mean you can't really see a difference even just from when we moved in to that front of the building Mm -hmm. you know where it used to be kind of a hangout spot for people to just kind of like you know just i don't know just hang out and sit all day and loiter right and yeah i mean there's just like a stark difference yeah from that which was just like we opened in september so yeah just what a year can make. And it was just, you know, it was just us being there yeah, and being a positive energy. Right. And like, uh, you know, just I would go out a couple times a day and just sweep the sidewalk right. in front of the building. Yeah. And I would just kind of tell people like, hey, things, you know, things are happening here. It's not mm-hmm. an, an abandoned building. Right. And, you know, negative energy doesn't like positive energy. Right. So yeah. like it just kind of, uh, we, we don't off. even have, to, we didn't even have to do anything. Right. You know, you don't have to like talk. I, I, I did ask like a couple people. Sometimes like, hey, don't do drugs right in front of me. Right. But besides that, it, I didn't. I never called security on people. Right. I never did any of that. I I would just go out and just let them know. Like, and I would not not let them know. I would just walk out. No, like, go I, check the yeah. mailbox and come in. Mm-hmm. And I think and you're that, totally kind of what you say. Just like just the positive energy yeah. being there, it really does radiate out. And I think in a lot of areas in, around here where it's like a lot of people think that doing you know hanging out, loitering, you know dumping your trash and stuff was something that was fine because no one cared before. But since you're there 
there, you're caring about the building. Yeah. Then it just, it totally shows. And so yeah. then it just translates to people like, oh, this isn't a place that totally. is yeah. uncared for. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's cool. And I think that's just like what's happening so much with this area is just as people move in and you just start caring about it, it just starts putting all this po- positive energy out and then just getting the negative, pushing it out into the, Completely. the other quadrants. And especially, I think it's incredibly important for youth centers and in a similar type of thing that 14 to 24 age group is an age group that is sometimes or a lot of the time forgotten but it's so pivotal for so many different reasons Mm -hmm. so if you have positivity effectively like wrapped around these people for like as long as you can have them like it's going to change this neighborhood so much because they will raise the future generation the Mm -hmm. same way hopefully yeah yeah Yeah, it's a lot of breaking those uh, unhealthy cycles right Mm -hmm. Um, unhealth trauma it all Mm -hmm. works cyclically and so like just breaking that up and saying like hey no you don't have to punch strangers right <laughs> There's it, other it, options. Yeah, it it just it it speaks volumes and like so often like the the students I'm like having the tr- most trouble with you know and like struggling with the most they'll come and be like man you really like you really changed my life because you told me like uh, you told me I can't do that right and you did it in like a caring respectful right. way mm-hmm. just having boundaries yeah I totally. feel like kids really crave it too yeah, I think people structure. in general people in general yeah crave it so is that with social emotional am I saying that right mm-hmm. is it did you go to school for that is that something you like or like you learned later on the job or you've like uh yeah i kind of learned later on the job i didn't go to school for it but then i saw actually when i was teaching english i mean nairobi somebody came and showed us like their curriculum mm. actually the organization i worked for before we started the youth center they came out and they showed us the curriculum they were like friends of mine and we ran it for a couple weeks with my english students in nairobi and i just saw like oh man this is a huge tool right because especially refugees they have a, immense amounts of trauma mm-hmm. and so often often we let our trauma dictate our behavior and it's not counseling or anything mm-hmm. it's just like it's just telling people like oh here's some easy tools for right. you you know mm-hmm. like if you're feeling down right you know if you're feeling depressed get outside go mm-hmm. hang out with some people like you know like you should probably go see a counselor too mm-hmm. i'm not that but you know right. if you if you just for right now just right. go outside hang mm-hmm. out with some people and that will help i like that that toolbox having that because a lot of the time like people there, there's a, a lot of stigma when it comes to like the mental health so giving people the tools to kind of like take care of it themselves is super cool right yeah yeah especially in a lot of the communities we we're interacting with immigrant communities and mm-hmm. underserved communities they're not getting the same resources that the upper middle class right totally right so do you guys have any like upcoming events at the youth center Ooh, or yeah. things you want to yeah hype I, up? I think um well so i was just talking to a lady today uh, a good friend of mine she wants to do line dancing day oh heck Ooh. yeah so i don't we don't have that on the calendar yet but she's like I want to line dance. Right? Uh, so I'm supposed to like find out how many students want to learn how to line dance. Do you know how to line dance, Adam? I don't. She really wants... Well, I line dance like in PE, you know. In oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, she's like... So she goes to Stoney's all the time. We run into her oh, Stoney's okay. all the time. I've done it at Stoney's before and as she's well. always trying to drag me out there. I'm like, <laughs> no, I will not. And she, she's a teacher at the charter school. Oh, cool. And so I've dragged her along at some events and stuff. And she's like, you made me do all these crazy things at events. And I was like, well, you know, if there's students... Like, like for students, I would do a lot of foolish right. things. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to, like, I don't know. At Stoney's, I'm intimidated, too, because there's, like, like 
legit, like actual yeah. legit line dancers. Right. Too. Mm-hmm. You should go on salsa night too. It's even more crazy. There's a salsa night. I didn't yeah. know. They do a whole bunch of dance lessons there that mm-hmm. I had no idea. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I recently learned about that. I was like, what? <laughs> so I think she wants to do an event with the students just so she can drag me out. Oh, right. I see. I love that. I like this. You should record it. Yes. So I think our next event, we have an event. It's still up on the air on like what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. But on July 29th, we're going to do like either the park or we're talking to Woodlake Swim Club about maybe taking the kids to the pool or something. Oh, like cool. That, so. Cute. And then every Friday, we had a Water Wars event a couple weeks ago and our North Sac campus won the Water Wars. Really? Oh, so heck yeah. Every Friday, students, if they come to the um, youth center, they get free ice cream. Nice. Free ice cream. You got to yeah. be a student. So how do kids, can kids just go there if they're between those ages? Do they have to sign up for anything? Yeah, it's totally drop in. Okay. Drop in, walk in, walk out. I'm not your babysitter, you know? Yeah. Uh, so uh, no signups, no nothing. Just, no membership. No, no membership. Um, we do, if students are coming a lot, we do encourage that they get involved in one of our mentoring classes. Mm-hmm. So then um, how do they get involved with that? Uh, well, start by coming by and mm-hmm. then seeing if we have one starting soon or if cool. there's one that they can join. So what are the classes that you kind of have on deck all the time? Yeah, so it's basically uh, our, our social emotional mentoring classes are like our main one. Okay. Mm-hmm. We cover eight dimensions of wellness. That we focus on with the kids. Okay. And so it's it was uh, it's eight dimensions developed by the government um, through the like the mental health and substance abuse administration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if you're like well rounded in all eight of these areas, you're a pretty healthy person. Okay. Um, and Shoot, so, we might need to take some of these classes. <laughs> so we we took we took these eight and we kind of adapted them. We changed uh, we changed them a little bit, but um, we really like all eight of them. Mm-hmm. And, and so we use those as a framework. Okay. So I mean, we like, there's intellectually well, intellectual wellness. And we talk about like critical thinking and learning techniques. And then we have emotional wellness. So we talk about triggers and negative emotions, physical wellness. That's, you know, kind of obvious. Uh And then, um, social wellness, like, you know, making sure social media doesn't get out of control, making sure you're only hanging out with positive people, Uh you know, those kinds of things. And then the second half, which we're still developing would be like financial, environmental, cool. occupational, and then directional. Yeah. Oh, cool. What's the directional? So directional, so the the government's the government's final dimension is spiritual. Mm-hmm. Well we we adopted that to directional. So okay. it's kind of filling that filling that spiritual realm okay. without with being while being inclusive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very um, cool. So we change it, you know, from the spiritual side to, you know, do you feel like you have a life purpose? Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anyone like um, feeding into you do you have people you look into mm-hmm. people are giving you like mentors and stuff like that are giving you positive right. interactions that's super cool and yeah. so cool especially like the financial stuff too i think for young people is like something that is just kind of like yeah. so overlooked yeah. yeah like in a, such a weird way it doesn't make any sense yeah yeah. Why it's so overlooked in like schools and high school and even college. Mm-hmm. It's hard to teach kids about money because mm-hmm. they don't want to know, you know. Right. They don't care about it. Yeah. 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 And then like, it, you're right. It's totally overlooked though. I mean, like, I feel like a lot of our generation got screwed like with student loans and right. stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, like, mm-hmm. No one really, they tried to tell us, but they didn't do a good enough job. Right. And so we're, we're still developing that piece and making it in a way that the kids will interact with it well and right they'll learn it i love what you're doing over there super freaking yeah awesome. all the i'm pictures like can you extend it to 27 to 40 <laughs> how about 40 oh, you can yeah. 35 you can always volunteer 
Oh yeah. Oh. How do people like interact and like help the the youth center? Tell us about yeah. that. Yeah. So first way to first way of volunteering is just dropping by and like getting to know me and uh, like I chat with you for a little while, making sure you're not like a weirdo or anything <laughs> like that. Yeah. And then we have an application and we do a background check and stuff okay. like that. Right. But but once you're background checked and you fill out all the information, and all that you can just come by and volunteer. We we always need volunteers for events. Right. And just people that hang out at the center and right. be those positive adults being totally hanging out. Even if you just want to come play video games or play a game of pool or whatever, that's cool. Shoot. Dope. Yeah. We could have the Blue Blocks volunteer days. That would be so much Although fun. I don't know if Jonathan's going to pass the background. I'm just <laughs> I know. When, when Adam said weirdos, I was like, dang it, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Oh, are you guys doing anything for Halloween? Because we actually are trying to get some things together for the boulevard. Do you guys do anything for Halloween? Uh, we've done, we've done things in the past. I mean, last year was kind of weird. Last oh, right. year was like <laughs> kind of our first. Oh, I guess that's true. Halloween we did, but we did like a pumpkin carving event. Okay. Cute. And so I don't know. That's a good question. I, I, I love Halloween. Like it's one of my favorites. So. Cause I, we want to get something going on the boulevard and maybe, you know, since you have the youth center, we can kind of like, you know, team up on that or kind of figure out something that would be cool mm-hmm. for kids. Yeah. You know, yeah. That would be super fun. We're just, we we want to get as much in there as we can. Right. I want fun. someone to do a haunted house. Like, I don't want to do it because yeah. I'm scared, but I want someone like, else to do it. I have ideas. We in have In the past, space. they've taken the kids trick-or-treating and stuff like that. But like the kids, you know, 14 to 24, they like 14 to 18 yeah. year olds are pretty old to go trick-or-treating. Yeah, they don't want to trick-or-treat. They now, would be a like, great group to that make I have the haunted kids, house yeah. with. They would be, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. maybe, yeah, the kids could get involved like making mm-hmm. stuff or they could, you know, because we could do a fun event where it's like, some of us at the salon like volunteer our time to do makeup because mm-hmm. we actually with my other podcast we volunteered at a haunted house mm-hmm. to do like makeup and then we were actually like some of the zombies or whatever yeah yeah so something like that would be fun too that, that would be fun. really fun okay. yeah. we did do a one time we did a virtual escape room in our building oh really Ooh. yeah we had all our students like it was just like we it was when we took over the new spot right and so to like show the kids we had moved from the old spot we like had constructed this whole story <laughs> that our uh, our employee had like slipped and fallen and hit his head and then all of, <laughs> all the stuff was gone and he was like oh no adam's gonna kill me but then like all the doors were locked and he had to like solve oh, so like cool, the kids yeah. were on zoom trying to solve the oh, puzzles okay for cool Oh, wow. so cool. like strapped the phone to his head really? it was like first person <laughs> video, first person video game thing that oh, sounds cool. amazing yeah. oh my god that's awesome that sounds really cool that's pretty fun I think it's on our Facebook if you can I might have to it. pull that definitely up. gonna have to watch that for sure that sounds hilarious to watch yes thank you so much for coming in Adam this was amazing yeah this was yeah, so much fun. fun always a pleasure so let's see um, wait where's my outline if you guys ever need a fourth let me know yeah, would you? Are you down? I'm down. I had a good time. Sick. I know, it's a, it's always fun to do to do the podcast. Oh wait, we got to do where they can find us. Okay, okay, cool. So where where can they find us, Sierra? Even though it says me. They, I know. I'm like you. Always have me do it. I don't know why it says <laughs> you're you better. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Blue Blocks Podcast at Sector Seven Salon and at Del Paso Boulevard, and then our uh, Sector Seven Salon dot com and DPBPartnership.com. Do you have any social media websites where they can find you, Adam? Yeah, you can find us on Instagram at Sec Youth Center, or you find uh, us on Facebook at 
facebook.com slash Center or our website is sekiacenter.org. Awesome. Center. Perfect. Okay. Sweet, but it is the Sacramento Youth, Youth Center. Center. Yeah. Sacramento is just easier to type. <laughs> yep, that's right. It's less letters. Right. Less Sacramento letters. is a really long word. It is. And yes. even though I've lived here my whole life, I still get like when I'm writing Sacramento really mm-hmm. fast, it like says something not Sacramento. <laughs> there's lots of, the reason I, I shortened it for everything is because there's lots of opportunities for typos when you're putting in websites. Oh, totally. Right. Mm. Totally. Makes it easier. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks, Adam. Yeah. Don't thank forget you. to uh, hashtag keep Del Paso authentic. Let's everyone. do it. Keep those blocks <laughs> blue.